this episode of People Project Podcast, where we podcast and interview everyone and anyone about stories about anything and everything. All at once. Maybe trademark copyrighted. I might get sued by A24. Who knows? Don't send Michelle Yule over. But today's episode, we have our friends, Stefan and James, coming to just talk about life. There are things we talk about how they both met how they met their close-knit group of friends, talk about mental health within men, talk about the club scene and the dating scene, getting together, maintaining a relationship, and then breaking it off, and then what the next steps are. Again, this is James Stefan. I had the pleasure to meet them both through being groomsing with them back in May of 2022. It's been a pleasure, and I'm glad to be able to sit with these guys and just talk about life and just talk about their story. So... Here's James and Stefan on People Project Podcast. If someone were to ask you guys a couple sentences to describe you, what would it be? How would you, I mean, this sounds like a job interview, but like, how would y'all, what would you characterize yourself as if someone were to say, introduce yourself? I don't know, man. That's a very interesting question. I'm just a very laid back person. Just enjoy spending time with people. I'm a people person. I didn't always think this way about myself, but I'm a social butterfly. I get along with everybody. I try to have conversations with anybody. Even when I met you for the first time, yeah. we just clicked right away. I don't know what it was, but I, I think you're just, you're just a friend of Nick. So it was just easy to, oh, he's a Nick person. It's all good. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just, I'm pretty chill. Just get along with people. I'm a big sports guy. Absolutely, um, yeah. Love sports. Still on that Warriors high. So yes, sir. that's always something that, that keeps me happy. I don't know. It, uh, yeah, I, I, I guess it's hard to describe myself and yeah just because i think it's some of a whole person yeah it's, this is this isn't just, this is a very small part of me but yeah absolutely yeah yeah for cool. me like uh, that pretty chill laid back kind of always been that way not that i'm low energy but more so just very observant i'm a people person as well definitely find value and getting to know people and understanding how they work so i, I love deep conversation yeah and stuff like absolutely. That. but yeah when you first meet me I probably just come off chill, laid back, funny. I think I can relate to a lot of people, all different kinds of topics. Being grounded, I think, is one of one of the most key aspects of just surviving in this world. You don't really want to be one dimensional. Like talk sports, talk games, talk politics if you want to. You talk social injustices, all over the thing. The more the better. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been that person. Yeah, but big sports guy. I love games. Love tech. And yeah, just kicking it with the homies and stuff too i think it's easier to actually describe somebody else too you know what i mean yeah. if i ever if i were to describe james and stuff yeah i could second what he said the whole social butterfly thing just knowing him from high school i'm just, just dapping up people hey walking man just walking with and then all of a sudden say hey man who's how do you know everybody emo kids and i was like, like we're real freshmen in high school how do you know everybody <laughs> but uh yeah it's so he's, he's always been that person and i had to grow into that because i feel from the first half of my life i've just been a shy more reserved type yeah. But yeah, I had to go through some stuff to really open up and really get out there, become a people person. So I hear that. Yeah, yeah you were definitely an introvert in high school. Hell yeah. I and didn't then... do nothing. I didn't go to prom. I didn't do clubs. <laughs> and I still give you props for that. <laughs> you I, had so I didn't much do fun. Sports. But Stephon back then wouldn't have enjoyed it. Though. Yeah. But if it was Stephon today, man, I should have got to prom. I, I was just so out of, yeah, when fights break out in school. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I was, I'm chilling. I, I wasn't like... I was trying to get involved in anything. That's fair. <laughs> I was just like, I was observant. Yeah. I was definitely the one that was running to watch those fights, though. <laughs> if I caught a punch, it's over. I'm sad. If we had smartphones back then, you'd be recording. Oh, yeah. The world, world you'd be worse. <laughs> <laughs> You're not a G. 
janky flip phone. I wasn't recording nothing. <laughs> yeah. I was on that Nokia 3390, bro. Hey, there you go. Hit me up with that snake. <laughs> so what high school did you guys go to? And what city did you guys go San Leandro High. San Leandro home high. of the Pirates. R. R. Yeah. So I was born and raised in Oakland. I did I did elementary school and preschool in Oakland. And then and everything outside of that was in different cities. So then did middle school, Bancroft in San Leandro. High school, San Leandro High. College, Cal State East Bay and Hayward. So, yeah. Once I left Oakland, I never really came back. Yeah, but I met him in, in high school. But your family still in Oakland? Yeah, yeah my mom still. and my brother are over there. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, born in Hayward, but raised in San Leandro. I'm a straight-up San Leandro guy. Um, Woodrow Wilson Elementary. Hey. Or to Woodrow. John Muir, San Leandro High School. And Cal State East Bay, so me and Foons have Foons is nicknames. The Foons. For the people that don't know him, yeah. His, That's my tag. His nickname is Foons. Follow him on Instagram. F O Zero N Z. That's the guy right there. The Foons. Ladies don't holler. He is taken. I am taken. He is taken and got no shot. But uh, it's funny, me and Stefan actually met before high school. Oh, or right summer before. going into sophomore year, yeah. Or yeah. so during high school. Yeah. Okay. Before so like, sophomore year. Yeah. So it was right after. Yeah. Right after freshman year. So that summer, I think. Yeah. But you guys, you guys didn't know each other freshman year. Nah, we just had mutuals. School. Okay. So the way that we actually met. Should we share this? Yeah, go for it. You sure? Yeah. Anything you said, I could cut out later too. Nah, nah, we ain't cutting this out. This <laughs> is very important it's, because it's, it's integral to our. It's integral to our relationship. Okay. And also, it's yeah, yeah recent Vince, events and yeah. um today so we met playing Yu-Gi-Oh, and it's funny because i was intimidated by this guy like, who's this guy he, I, I didn't say that so I was, this guy is really solid at Yu-Gi-Oh. And i don't know this guy and then i thought he was older than me and we ended up being the same age yeah. we were both sophomores in high yeah. school and uh, i don't know I was, I was just intimidated by him i don't know why and then when i actually met him and got to know him oh this guy's hella cool he's one of us and uh, but yeah shout out to Yu-Gi-Oh and rest in peace I think I had to I think say it's it. Kazuki Takahashi or something. He's the creator of Yu-Gi-Oh died yeah. recently in a freak snorkeling accident or something. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah, I know that was. yeah. So oh. I posted that on my Instagram too because a lot of my friends we came together from Yu-Gi-Oh and no one really shout out to the creator. But yeah. if it wasn't for him who invented oh, this yeah, character yeah, yeah. and this anime and the, this game, I probably wouldn't be at that bookstore playing games and stuff. Mm -hmm. You see, me and James actually had going into that sophomore year, we had history class together, but. We would have just been in the same class not knowing each other but because we were like, playing yeah. games we're like, hey what up yeah. and then from there we that's what literally when the friendship just blossomed because yeah. we it was just us two in this history class <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we laugh because there's so many memories and our teacher was hella funny there are so many characters in that class <laughs> hella like, characters yeah. it was an adventure every day bro just going to history class <laughs> i can't wait for second period yeah, or whatever it was miss shabbat and whatever shout out to miss shabbat yeah Wherever she may be, right? Wherever now. she may be. But yeah, Yu-Gi-Oh was the reason why we became friends. That's right. And I, I made a lot of solid relationships yep. that I still yep. have till this day because of a trading card game. Yeah, yeah, and it's it's a common pattern for men to bond over interests, common interests, mm -hmm. uh, especially things they're passionate about. Yeah. It's usually childhood type of passions. That's why video games are so sacred Absolutely. to every boy because that was your 
your pastime, your reward time, your happy time. Absolutely. And so it's always going to be a part. Even if you don't play video games, you're always going to have that respect or interest in video games. Yeah. And then the same thing with these card games and these training card games. You put so much time and effort and money, invest a lot in it. And then these other people are doing the same. So you literally mm -hmm. can just talk for days about that stuff, you yeah. know? And then you just build this bond. And then you, next thing you know, you, I didn't go to San Diego with you guys. Wait, did you go to San Diego? Oh, for a while. Yeah, for the yeah. But the next thing you know, you're traveling. You're going. I, I went to San Jose, the regionals and stuff, and um, you're just doing all these things, going to different other people's regions because we end up being a. You got to represent your store. Yeah. yeah. So definitely like it's just like it's like a, it's an anime or something. It was like a chapter yeah. of different characters and different affiliations and stuff. People, everybody has like a rise and fall story and stuff. New a new challenger approaches. <laughs> Yeah, so it was wild, yeah, and and so yeah, big shout out to the creator, rest in peace, thank you. Yeah, that's unfortunate, man. It's I unfortunate. Didn't, I didn't, I didn't know that, scuba diving, and it, it's it's funny because you usually can't credit one person with so much impact on yeah. somebody's life. Like, oh, this single person got me all my friends. It's just like a chain reaction type of thing, like. Mm -hmm. You do something and this is the effect, and that's what a legacy is. You know, what yeah. I mean? like you, you have an impact. You can touch so much. Touch so many people in ways you wouldn't even think about just Absolutely. because you had a vision, you had a passion, and all of a sudden it's just boom. Some people, I, it's crazy because YouTube blew up when uh, when when he passed, and a lot of people started doing these tribute videos. Oh. Some people got deep, man. Man, I met my wife because mm. of this man. Um, like this guy saved my life because I was in, wow. in the darkest of you yeah, know yeah, times yeah. and stuff. Because like this this game was the only thing that gave me joy. And yeah, stuff. it was like an escape for people. Yeah, it was an escape. It was some people. I don't know if a lot of people understand that the type of people that play card games. It's, it's some nerds. They're not super social people. <laughs> but what they look for is these pocket groups of community and yeah. belonging. Makes sense. So when you belong to that group you're just one of everybody else and even if you didn't have that many friends everywhere else or life sucked you, every sunday you show up to the card shop and you, you were having a good time you seen the yeah. homies and stuff and you look forward to those sundays yeah, like community yeah it's, it's a community thing so that was huge so it's, it's crazy man that, crazy? that guy's invention was just did so much yeah that's, wild. that's crazy damn I don't even know where we go from here, but I, I had to. Yeah, no, it's a, it's, it's good. It's good talking about it. It's big shout outs to him, man. Yeah, and I'll say because of that guy, because of the creator, how you pronounce him again? I want to. I think it's. I, I don't want to butcher it. But I thought it was Kazuki Takahashi, but I gotta look it. I'll look it. Yeah, up. we're gonna do, we're gonna do. We're not gonna. I don't want to say the creator. Yeah, I'm not gonna butcher his name. We got you. I looked that up. It is. Oh, yeah. Kazuki Takahashi. I was right. Yeah. Kazuki okay. Takahashi. Yeah. So because of Takahashi-san, yeah, mm -hmm. these guys connected. And then what James was saying earlier, I met these two as groomsmen for our friend, mutual friend, Nick. And it was the first time meeting them. I've heard of them plenty of times through Nick and just his uh, stories of their uh, nights out mm -hmm. <laughs> in and mm -hmm. around this state and other states. <laughs> yes, sir. Mr. Worldwide. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yeah, it was tight. They said the first time I met them, I was nervous. Just meeting anybody, you just get nervous. And I knew that these guys were all really, really close homies and they're just very welcoming. I just got comfortable with them. They were saying super quick. And, and then even up to, so right now it's what, July 2022. For some people, y'all know I got COVID, <laughs> so I like stayed isolated for a while, and that shit was just really depressing and stuff. And then Stefan and James were really—they talked me 
through all different things and about relationships, life stuff, and all these things. Because of that, they helped me through this time that I was going through my own thing too. So it's funny just how all this kind of comes in ways. And I did not know y'all had a dog. That is dope. <laughs> <laughs> Came out winter the right there. Kind of going through it. Oh yeah, man, the winter. You got the cone going. Oh no. <laughs> She'll be all right. But yeah. So I guess just going on that, just the idea of like. I love Stefan, you introduced that topic of people who play play Yu-Gi-Oh's or play kind of card games and just in that. Some of them, on the tributes that you were talking about, some people are going through whatever they're going through. Mm-hmm. And then they have these outlets or they have these escapes. For them, it was Yu-Gi-Oh! And I'm sure people have all these different things. So I just want to hear from y'all. We're talking a little bit about the topic of mental health. We'll start with that. Just, just baseline kind of topic of mental health. What, for y'all... Because we're all in our 30s now, you know, what, just say, <laughs> don't say that out loud. I'm all the, hey, no, I was kidding. We're not giving, <laughs> we're not giving you all the actual dates, but yeah, I'm curious just for y'all, what was the experience of talking about mental health when we were younger, even in our 20s or teens or whatever it may be? And then where's your perspective on, on that today? Because you guys are, oh, so the other reason why I wanted to do this conversation and podcast with you guys is because the night before the wedding, we're all just chilling, drinking, smoking cigars, celebrating, talking. We're just talking deep life stuff of all Straight things. Like what, yeah, what Stefan mm-hmm. was saying, talking it all. And so I, was, I love to just pick these guys' minds. There's another brother, Christian, but he's out shopping because he's busy. Things. And then my friend Nick, too, he's being soft right now. So it's okay. No no shame in the game. Soft, yeah, no shame in the game, soft Nick. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, for y'all, just yeah, I'm curious. Yeah. Just what was it then? What do y'all see it now? I don't know. Mental health back in the days, I don't know. For me, that conversation, I guess, it didn't really exist. Mm-hmm. Especially being a guy, you always had to be mm-hmm. strong per se, so yeah. you mm-hmm. could never really express your feelings or emotions. Like I think I only did that with females. Same. Females, like, <laughs> same. Same. Talk. I could yeah. talk to someone. Hey, I'm feeling sad today. Yeah. I'm just out of it, or I'm mad about something. Or you, I guess you could talk about stuff that you're mad about. But like, in terms of being sad, that's not the conversation you have with your homies, unless it's like passing of like a family member. Yeah, yeah. something yeah. tragic. Yeah, as personal. Like I'm going through something. Like I don't know. You going just, through some stuff. Usually girl stuff. Yeah. yeah so you don't even want to vent that to the to your homies. And it's weird because you think you just go to your homies about anything. But I think what keeps this kind of hot take, but I think what keeps a lot of guy circles and guy friendships strong is that it's rarely any negativity or drama introduced mm. into the circle unless it's internal. But because guys don't bring their problems into the group, they, oh, it's usually yeah, always yeah. a positive, happy yeah. environment. It's, hey, where we're drinking tonight, we're going out, what are we doing next weekend? It's never, hey, man, I'm down, you know what I'm saying? So it's definitely an interesting thought process when it comes to how men kind of vent and internalize yeah. issues. But yeah, I definitely agree with James. I also, that, that first point he said about the conversation didn't really exist. And it, it probably did, but it's just one of those out of sight, out oh, of mind yeah, type yeah, of yeah. things. Because if you're personally not having mental health issues... It's you're not really aware of it because you're just in your bubble, yeah. living your day to day. But then you always hear people having they're going through it, they're going through depressions and anxiety and stuff like that. So it's weird because you never know how to help them, you know. But yeah. just try to be a lending ear. Yeah. Just, yeah. yeah, hey, what's up? You try to be empathetic and stuff, yeah. but you never really grasp what they're going through. Yeah. And a lot of times people don't want to talk about it because it might just bring them back down or depending on how they fair, do, depending yeah. on, some people just want to bottle up and lock Absolutely. it away. Absolutely. And other people want to just get it out and get it out the system. So it's definitely a mixed bag. But yeah, for me, I personally haven't had any mental health issues that I know of. I try to always 
I might be alone in this, but I'm not as emotional as maybe I should be as a human being. <laughs> Probably what James said too, we're socialized to to bottle up our emotion, be the tough guy. Why are you crying? Get up. Like, yeah, yeah. Boys don't cry. That type of thing. If you, you got brought up that way. Yeah. Nowadays, I feel it's a little bit more accepted just to be emotionally just sensitive and stuff like that. But yeah, it's growing up, just didn't really let things bother me. There's death in the family or whatever. You go through some stuff, but you never let it overpower you. Yeah. That, that was my thing. I was yeah. like, if I have a clear mind and I can think and I can thought process, I'll be fine. Because that's what's going to drive me. The emotions and overthinking and you know, all that stuff. I'd be an overthinker, but I wouldn't let it be soon. Takes over. Yeah. Especially yeah, yeah. day to day. Yeah. And it, with the mental health, sometimes you can't control yeah. if it consumes you. It's yeah. just happening and you're just thinking and stuff. So yeah, it's definitely an experience that I haven't personally been through. So that's as a person that is more solid foundation in that <laughs> sense, do try to be more li the lending ear. I'm the one that people talk to, yeah, vent to, definitely. can open up to because sometimes you need that stability that rocks yep. so you can because you don't want to reach yeah, out you, to go, people yeah. <laughs> you both are swimming in the yeah, ocean you're like, like hey help hey, me man. out I'm going <laughs> some me too bro me too <laughs> you need some type of solid yeah they can put things in perspective you can like throw you that that lifeline yeah. so that's been my kind of role dealing with it yeah yeah i can definitely attest to that i can talk to stefan about you know some personal things that are going through my life and you know whether i just need him to listen or you know if i ask for actual advice he's great either way you know it's, beautiful. it's always solid to have that kind of person in your life so you know you're not alone you know because um the world can get very lonely especially Hello, yep. yeah it's yeah like mental health and like depression like i can't say that i've you know been through depression but um and yeah it's just it's a very sensitive topic these days and it's getting more light shit on it now because yeah, yeah. i think people are more vocal about it especially mm -hmm. with like social media and things like that people are normalizing it so it's okay to not be okay before mm -hmm. that was damn what's wrong with you fix yourself hey you'll get back yeah. it was, but like, sometimes you, you need to go through the things that kind of like, rise the, to the top again so yeah i think that's just the new wave right mm -hmm. it's just acceptance yeah. that's the new 2020 stuff is just acceptance and normalizing things yeah. that are that weren't normalized before because we were in a black and white type of cut and dry no in between and then all these changes happen equality for all all the good stuff how the world should have been is just, just <laughs> <Yeah>. like <laughs> more just more accepting and more welcoming and allowing people to feel allowing people to be sad and go with this stuff and now the great thing i think about it is that because people more people are coming out with it and being more open with it it's they're finding other people who are going through the same things and, and then you get in that community that we're talking about that that community and that, that sense of belonging with the Yu-Gi-Oh things and it makes it easiest things you can go through life if you're going through some stuff and other people are going through similar things it's easier to have those people absolutely help you because you're walking the same path essentially so yeah then you can get their insight oh how did you deal with this like how did you overcome it or how are you working on it right now because it's a little insensitive for us to give advice to people when they're depressed when we don't know what we're yeah, going through. Like, how, who am I to give someone advice? I don't know what's going through your head. Right. I don't know what your battles are. But uh, yeah, I, yeah, it's just very insensitive to just say, "Hey, man up! Why it's only going to go up from here?" And so, that may not be what they need. So, if especially if you're a success story and you have, a, "Hey, man, I fought depression. It's still there. I, I'm beating it most, yep. most of the time." Yep. Here's what I do. Here's some things that help me. Stuff like that 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 goes a long way. And then what he said earlier is like, you just. You don't feel alone. And Absolutely. I think that's, I, me personally, I'm, I always think like people can help people it's beautiful and, and, model, and, yeah. and any type of, there, there's some bad people out there, yeah. some terrible people, but 
at the end of the day, most of our problems are, can be social problems. So we can always, when where there's a problem, there's also resolutions and stuff. Mm -hmm. So there's people out there that help people. As counselor over here, <laughs> people can just be that, like I said, that life vest for yes. some people. And some people can't, some people want to have the good intentions. Other people actually have the key yeah. that can help you. There's out. a lot of power in it for yeah. sure. And like, yeah, y'all were sharing because I was, I remember what year, probably 2016, I was diagnosed with depression more on the severe side a little bit but not too much but like at that point i still didn't know what the fuck it was mm -hmm. right i was just whatever it may be but then one thing i noticed that y'all touched on some of my friends had never gone through and maybe they did but they were diagnosed they didn't yeah, care they didn't and know, stuff. Right? yeah yeah so they were always trying to they want to support me as their friends mm -hmm. so they're trying to help me but some of the things they say it's not helpful because right, they don't exactly. know they don't right. know what they're, they're just they're going through the motions yeah, right? yeah. they, they want to help but they, they don't know, don't know how, how. Yeah. Yeah. they don't know how yeah and then you want to give them an A for effort because a lot of people don't look at me different. I'm the still the person you grew to know and love, but I just need different. I have different needs now yeah, and stuff like that. So absolutely, I definitely get it. Yeah, yeah. So that's why it's dope to hear you both share that you haven't gone through any mental health crisis of your own. But then just the languages you guys use, the empathy, like the perspective y'all have, y'all would get it. Mm -hmm. Like to be able to support someone and that's cool to me because i said a lot of people i don't want to say a lot but there are people there are many people who have not gone through it who do not know mm -hmm. how to support but y'all y'all got that language and everything yeah so. i think yeah. it just goes back to us being social butterflies and we just to relate to people and just just we're relational we have to just create relationships with people and just get to know people and just see what they go through on their daily and we can share that back to them and mm -hmm. just do life together so you really become a sponge too, since because you you could be the social butterfly and just go say go through the motions and just like you can enjoy it for different reasons. You could get ego boost, you know. Fair. But then if you actually go in it with the mentality of being about people and actually caring about people, like all the people you meet, that's it's a you're downloading all that stuff. Mm -hmm. I had an old I don't know if an old adage or some type of meta. It was like an old metaphor that I, I knew about in college, where when you're meeting somebody, so basically it's you compare. Uh, people to classrooms okay and the people are the teacher so when you meet a person you're basically asking uh, them to teach you about okay. themselves like because that. you do not know a person when you meet them and they have x amount of years of history it's history class yeah so if I, we just met you a couple months ago and you're 30 31 or something that's a lot of time of a life that we don't know about so i'm attend your class I'm going to listen. I'm going to take notes and you're going to teach me about yourself. And then, and then you ask me to present and I'll present about myself. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So then you then you go through those motions of the treating in class, you study, you get to know the subject matter. Then you first off leave with a better relationship. You just know them now. Yeah. And then you're just more empowered because you have all this knowledge. You probably taught me some stuff I don't even know about. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I could probably teach you some stuff. Absolutely. It's If you go in it with that mentality for every person, whew, that's a whole library of knowledge, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And if you don't school, then that's it's cool too. <laughs> <laughs> I've been a professor, man. I had I see me in college class, you know, man. man. That sociology back yeah. then, bro. Yeah, I was a sociology major. I had a big interest in humans. You know, like, yeah, it's weird to call them humans. They were just so fascinating <laughs> yeah. to me. Just I mean you still do. Yeah, like, I still do. It's yeah. never gonna go away. Like I just that's why I ask questions. I get to know I, I ask a lot of questions. But they're always thought-probing questions. Yeah. yeah, I always try to see how you think, how you're wired, because mm -hmm. you come from a different background, different culture. Yeah. Even if you're just in the same country but different state, you could be a whole completely different person. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? And the more that's just that's what makes you more well-rounded. Yeah. So now, oh, you from the south? 
You eat that that one place? Oh yeah, you can just relate to people. <laughs> like hey man, I've had this one spot in Louisiana. It's so bad. I don't know. I think that's dope. I think that's just one of the best feelings, just like connecting with people, yeah. and then this genuine organic connection. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, because even after the wedding, we could have our our group chat, whatever could have been done there at the been, wedding. Yeah. But then these guys were. It, it, uh, also, we had the uh, our team, the Warriors, were killing mm-hmm. it in, the, in mm-hmm. this playoffs. It was a good time. It was a good what time. A time to be alive. <laughs> These guys would always send memes, talk about different things, especially the games. I remember James would always hit me up in the group chat with some joke, and I was like, damn, you didn't have to do that. And then Stefan, I remember one time through a, a Goku charging spirit bombs. Hey, get that. The Warriors, get yeah. that going, KC. And I was we need sick. your energy. Yeah, it was sick because at the time, too, I was living, well, I still technically do live in Oregon. And even it's just cool, just that way where we don't have to actually be physically in the same areas or whatever and these guys kept it going when they talk about being genuine curiosity of people like these two are <laughs> some of the most genuine people i know from firsthand experience and that's why i want to have this talk with them yeah so i appreciate it. do you have any last thoughts shane my bad about this topic no i just wanted i was actually listening to you and <laughs> talking talk nice about me man, going, man. Love, don't stop, don't nah, stop. these, no, these are the peoples it. man these are the peoples man Cool. So tagging along that one a little bit, and this is going to be a little looser. It's going to really go back to it. But one thing I want to talk about with these guys, because I think all my guests that I've ever done in podcasts with the dating ones or just the, my counseling one or whatever it may be, most of them, most of the people I talk to are women. And not often do I get to have just, just, just guys. And then when I did just have guys, it was just about sex and all that stuff. And I know these guys can do it too, but I think these guys also have a different level that... <laughs> I, am, I am not as expert on that subject matter, so don't ask me any questions. Forty-year-old virgin, incoming, incoming, incoming. Uh, We're in our thirties. I'm in my thirties, so I'm pushing it. Steve Carell, two point What? 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 Thing I yeah, talk to y'all about just again, not really tagged on the theme of mental health but just in the theme of guys talking about dating relationships and stuff that how that evolves as we get older how that evolves mm. in different guys group because before we jump in that my curiosity for you guys as you're saying as y'all were saying as guys it is hard to talk about if we're struggling with something or yeah. if there's a problem right so, oh, i don't want them to y'all said like, i don't want them to look at me differently whatever it may be because you guys grew up together and stuff i'm curious for y'all when was maybe it wasn't like one singular clear cut, mm. but when did y'all feel comfortable to be more expressive to share a little bit more about mm. yourselves a little mm. bit deeper, not just that surface level? That's a good question. Yeah. Um, oh, I can't even pinpoint a time where it's like, all right, I'm comfortable, I can just say whatever <laughs> now. It's like, yeah, so I think in our group, it's a little we have a, a, a couple of different dynamics, right? Because yeah. Sure. So, so the one that's not here, Christian, him and I had this journey and James was there for a little bit of it, but it was mostly me and Christian, Yeah. but we were just like, we were club rats, right? <laughs> <laughs> we were hitting them clubs every weekend, Friday, Saturday, get in there before 11, free guest list. We were those guys. And I say that's 20. Got it. That 20 was a lot. That 20 then. was a lot back then. <laughs> uh, we get all dolled up and stuff, do our little Ciroc pregame in the car, peach Ciroc. Peach Rock went a long way. Um, but anyway, so we had him and I had a different dynamic in the sense where we had this very when we how we approached everything. Yeah, yeah. And very very methodical 
and broken down and calculated. So we, we, we bounce a lot of ideas on each other. And so him and I had a little bit more uh, open dialogue when it comes to relationships. And so just because we similarly thought of it the same way. Yeah. And he would go through some stuff and then with some girls or whatever. And I asked me for ideas or asked me for help or whatever. And I'd back and forth with them. So that was our relationship for a long time. Yeah. James was in there during different periods of our, that journey. And his approach was different. Okay. <laughs> so James, what we what we would term in the pickup world is he was he was a natural, because as he mentioned earlier, he was a social butterfly. Yeah. He he had this no fear. He can go in, start dancing with a girl, not even think about it. Yeah. And me and Christian had to okay, how are we gonna approach? What are we gonna say? What angle we're gonna come in? What song we're gonna come <laughs> in on? You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> it was two different approaches yeah you gotta be aligned just right <laughs> sure. the retrograde Retro you know what i'm saying so it was definitely two different yeah methods Absolutely. but and then they all had different degrees of success too fair but i guess in in the, the essence of it all we were still all out there dancing having a good time partying and stuff so we did have that common ground of talking about relationships Relations, so, you yeah. know you date some of these girls that you end up picking yeah. up and stuff yep. You have relationships with some of them and whatever. Some you don't see ever again. Some of that. We did have that common thing where we talk about you check it up. Say, hey, how's that one chick you met last weekend? So, oh, yeah, we're kicking it next. Some of that. So we were in that bubble. And, and then in hindsight, I think more so me and Christian, we could we reflected on this, that journey and that trek and actually who we were during that those phases. And I think with him and I, we built our confidence through that journey because we were non-confident guys. I said earlier, I was shy. I didn't go to prom. I didn't know how to do stuff. Yeah. Christian, he was on a bigger side, lost a lot of weight, but he had the mentality of a bigger man. So he wasn't used to his oh. new body. He wasn't sure. So he had the, he didn't know how to talk to girls. He was in a relationship that's with a, one girl for like yeah, five yeah. years. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it was, he had to learn how to socialize. So he had to learn how to be, get out there. Now I, we went on that journey together and then James was already socialized. He was already popular. <laughs> he was already having girlfriends in junior high. So you know what I'm saying? So it was different yeah. vibe, but it definitely worked out for the better in the sense where it, it, we what I t talked about like applying and being a sponge and all these people you meet and the more you learn and you start off getting a certain caliber of women and you get a higher caliber of women over time and then you end up being a higher caliber person. Just, yeah. You just level up. So and we used to celebrate we that used to too. Dude, <laughs> you dance with an eight today, bro. <laughs> <laughs> you try not to be as shallow. Back then it was, was damn, bro. You, that's true. That's, that's honest. Club. Yeah. That's honest. Yeah, being honest. Yeah, yeah. true. Yeah. That's that, fair. Because we weren't, we were, I got a short story. Me and, <laughs> me and Christian were at the club one time and we literally approached these two girls and we asked them to rate us one to okay. ten, and they gave us some pretty high numbers. Oh, you're eight. Oh, you're nine. You know, we're oh, okay. And and so we yeah. that threw us aback because we we just did it jokingly. Yeah. But how often does a man receive feedback mm. from a female? How do you know what you're actually putting out there? Because mm. I I believe feedback's number one thing in terms Absolutely. of self improvement. Because that's fair. You can always think about how you're acting as well, but what you put out there in the universe it affects people they need to tell you how that it affects you you know what That's i'm saying fair. so that put us in a perspective see how far we've come is our little check and these are just two random girls yeah. and we never met them and I, in their eyes we could have been this but then they were tens or some other girls could have rated us lower or whatever mm. it could have been that too but just to hear how other people perceived us also gave us a lot of confidence yeah so Thanks. it was yeah it was definitely a an eye-opening experience. So I never regret this doing this for years because it 
I wouldn't be who I am yeah, yeah. Though, because I attribute a lot of that to that period. to that time period. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you kind of have to go through the it's boot camp or some military. You come out a new person. Yeah. yeah. So definitely an interesting experience. And then yeah, so I would say just harping back on the question, just kind of opening up, just came naturally as we ended up dating more, ended up in these relationships and stuff, and just bouncing experience, especially if they didn't last or they we had went through breakups. Explain. I feel I opened up on why I broke up on my girlfriends and stuff yeah, before. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, you know, I also brought my girlfriends around my group of friends for the most part. But yeah, that's, I feel that's how we opened up. Nice. Similar. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that whole clubbing experience was just, man, I don't know where I'd be in life without that. Because you know? <laughs> it gives you a lot of confidence just in life in general. So it's like, oh, man, I danced with seven today. Yeah. Dang, now I'm going to kill this job interview or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> you didn't feel good like, on Monday. Yeah, you, you feel good the whole weekend because mm. you're texting this girl and they're giving you attention. You're like, damn, I did that. Yeah. You know, that's an accomplishment in a mm. sense. But um, yeah, those, those those days were fun, and like you said, like my approach was different than your guys'. Mm -hmm. I was just like, I was a big guy, so I'm just you know what, I, I'm just gonna go in with confidence. If they dance with me, they dance with me, and then when I get that dance, and I'm looking back at them, like, hey, <laughs> did it again, did it, did it again, huzzah! And when I started losing weight, oh my gosh, yeah. that was a whole new level of confidence too. Just went super saiyan, bro. <laughs> yeah, but it's what you said about Christian. It's just you still see the fat guy and you're like, dang, I'm not that fat guy anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's that kind of sticks with you because I was that fat guy for a while. But again, I had a I had that different level of confidence when it came to dancing with girls at the club. And then when I lost weight, I was like, this is a whole new level. So like that, that how did you get to that mindset of saying, oh, I'm just going to, because it almost sounds like I got nothing to lose. Mindset. Like, I'm just going to go in and do my thing. Where did that come from? I guess for me, it's just like, the worst thing they could say is no. Mm. Um, just, so you were, it sounds like you were okay with rejection if it happened i think at first i wasn't i was like damn Fair. Yeah, yeah. she didn't want to yeah, dance yeah. with me i dance all good why wouldn't you want to dance <laughs> with me? You know? these groups and obviously dancers. there's like shallowness always big or he's wearing glasses because i was wearing glasses at the club too this was damn, before i had I contacts I you know what i mean <laughs> damn i, I should follow these guys take notes from them damn. <laughs> hey, it's all trial and error man it's all trial and error man some nights we won quote unquote mm -hmm. won and some nights we we're just like damn that sucks and I think our mindset changed. We used to think, oh, man, if we don't dance with girls tonight, this night sucks. Yeah. But then our mindset changed. I'm out with the homies, man. Yeah, I'm going to have a good old time. If we dance with girls tonight, that's just a bonus. bonus. That's, a that's bonus. just a bonus. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? You change that mindset. And then girls will see that. Like, These guys are having fun. They're not even trying to dance with us. And then they come to us. And, and then girls, that's when we, yeah. yeah that's when we, I felt we ascended. Because yeah. there was a point where we didn't approach girls anymore. Yeah. We were just top of the food chain. We'd go in, exactly. have a good time. We might have a table or whatever. And the people just showed up to us. Yeah. And then, then we were like, damn, look how far we've come. We, the, didn't even go in through the guest list. Didn't have to do all that no yeah. more. It was just like, we have connections. We know people. Yeah, like We start becoming friends with bouncers. Yeah, promoters, bouncers, like... promoters. We had the owner of Pure at our table a couple Dang, times. Dang, okay. Uh, he just sat with us and chilling. Yeah. Like, and then it's great to just look at, look back at like the journey and how, yeah. how far we've come. So it, it definitely was a whole level up experience. But yeah, what James said, like, the mentality, it literally was crushing us if we didn't get phone numbers at night. This place sucks, man. There's no girls here. Yeah. We didn't enjoy the time just to bond as a group. Because yeah, yeah. if you lose sight of that, I mean, you're only focusing on picking up girls, and then it's it's so one sided. Yeah. It's, it's so hit or miss. But if you go out there and then that's just a bonus, it's like you're gonna have a good time, good time regardless. And then it evolved in that because at first it was just we. Some, sometimes we go into the club, we get in, we look around, 
and we just leave. <laughs> just and it was cracking, but if we didn't see any cute girls, we left. And then it was like, that's why were we there? Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. You yeah, know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you just go in and it's cracking and the music's playing, he's screw it, you know what I mean? We don't care. You guys have fun. Yeah. Just like the homies. Yeah. So that that definitely was evolution of uh going out. It, it was a process. It was a it was a mind changing type of process yeah well, yeah when that mentality changed and then when girls are getting approached by guys left and right they're watching just like, that yeah, yeah like, watching that from afar yeah, is yeah. so entertaining yeah, bro what is he doing what is he doing why is he, he's gonna put his arms around her yeah. either her back's turning exactly. <laughs> you about to get slapped my yeah, guy like, you're going straight hand to waist that and then, it's, and then you can be like oh, i used to do yeah, yeah, like, yeah, like rookie man. mistake type of stuff <laughs> i've been there before. been there yeah. been there done that so you see the guys make the mistakes and you're just like, oh man, is that guy bothering? Sometimes you can be the hero too. Like, <laughs> a few times where like the creeps would approach and then- like, And you, yeah, Captain yeah. Safe, yeah. Just, just walk in there. And it's funny how sometimes girls would play along with that. I was like, oh, hey babe, I just came back from the bathroom. Like, that's not yeah, really your girlfriend yeah, and play yeah. along with it. You could do, you could get creative with that. You improv and I feel that's the most impressive quality. You know what I'm saying? Because girls that go to the club all the time, they see the same things all the time. And then they seem the same. They want something different. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, guy comes in and saves you or the guy that doesn't approach or was dancing next to you and just, just invited you to dance rather than try to hound you and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, all of that was just a part of the level up process. Yeah. We wouldn't know that going into it. That's fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 It was nuts. But yeah, what he said, watching that stuff, we become the Jedi Masters after a while. Like, Damn, I remember when I was a Padawan. And he's gonna fuck up in three, two, one. And then you just see him. And then she down, walks walk away. away. He's at the bar getting another drink. Damn, I done screwed up. I had a girl at the bar instead. No. Yeah, it's wild, dude. It's crazy. Man. Yeah. The way y'all phrase it on talk about, I can definitely see how this is happening, especially the club scene, party scene. There's such stigmas and expectations mm -hmm. and reputations into it. So I'm sure, I know none of us are female, but I can imagine on the female end, I'm sure there's all these different things. Oh, we got to, safety obviously is a big concern and creeps are a big concern, all these different things. Yeah. And so for y'all to be able to acknowledge that with them and then for them you said it's gonna be stagnant for them where they have these expectations where they may be not as comfortable but for y'all to be able to notice that and do what y'all do what y'all do to make them comfortable too and everything and make it different for them i'm sure yeah yeah, yeah it's times all around it's a knowledge is power thing you can almost associate that to like everything in life yeah literally there's there's levels to this you know what i'm saying so me and christian talked about it we realized that 85% of the guys out here do not know how to speak to women. Nice. They, do know how to have a yesterday. <laughs> they do not know how to have she a conversation. They do not know how to have a conversation. Yeah, because they go in with the mindset of, oh, I'm going to get a number on, I'm going to bang this chick or whatever. But like you literally. And then our approach was, oh, I'm going to go talk to this human being. And if, what she's, if she's cool, yeah, we can talk and hang out. But if she's not cool, yeah, just move on. Yeah. You just met somebody. That's cool. So that whole mentality is, oh, because people be thinking with the, the penises, man. Yeah, That's fair. what it came down to. That's and fair. when you start thinking with your brain, it just changes the whole thing. And then you get rewarded with your penis. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that would have that been the approach. But in, in that sense, yeah, just you just meet so many cool people, man. And if you think about it, they're just trying to go out and have fun, too. Everybody has different intentions. Yeah. But the majority of people just trying to have a good time. It's work and school and all that stuff was just stressful. And they want to just let loose on the weekend, drink and dance. And you just acknowledge that and you do the same thing, essentially. And you have a good time with people and those you have a better foundation to build something upon when you go in with that approach. Yeah, like, absolutely. Rather than just attacking. Absolutely. Like, yeah. And, and then they don't feel nest and played and you just you get to know them. And then if and if things don't even work out, but you guys were vibing and stuff and it was you just ended up getting a friend, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Just make friends. A couple of people were still friends, close friends or whatever. Yeah. So 
it can just happen like that because you're never really losing That's at the end of the day. Yeah. Good way, yeah. Yeah. It's always, oh, are we winning? Are we, yeah. yeah. Then once you change that mindset, it's, we're just having a good time. There's Time's no way. Times mean losing. people, none, yeah. no expectations, no end goal kind of thing. Yeah. Right? And don't get me wrong because that winning feels good. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That winning feels really good. Some of the best feelings. It's awesome. a high that you always chase. You know what I'm saying? Like, I want that feeling over and over again. You go to the next club, go to the next club. Let's do it rock. <laughs> yeah. But it's not sustainable. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not, you can keep doing that. There's probably people we know this too without naming names but whoever costa may be <laughs> <laughs> this guy named costa we met him at the club 10 years he ago was that guy our, was there like he was every... one of our mentors but that man was at the club all the time man <laughs> good looking white dude good looking dude he had the game down packed hell of dance he was definitely a jedi master when it comes to it but then there has to be a mean to ends that let's yeah, say yeah, yeah. at one point you, you gotta hang it up or find your trophy or something but yeah some people just do it for do it some people just go through the process and have have fun with it but that's fair man yeah, yeah man when i don't get any wins at tau or anywhere i'm just <laughs> right, i guess i'm gonna go to experiment then i'm gonna get some wins at... everyone everyone wants me everyone wants me at experiment <laughs> this is weird this is crazy yeah, everybody's so friendly yeah i don't have to say anything <laughs> they coming up to me yeah they're catchy and everything <laughs> how's your evening going honey <laughs> hey mind good looking sit, mind if i sit there <laughs> Oh, I didn't know you wanted to sit on my lap. Yeah. <laughs> There's a chance. I scoot over a little bit. No. No. No, this will work. <laughs> yeah. yeah, man. It's it's wild seeing how different people approach that aspect yeah. of our society. Because yeah. then there's some people that don't even touch the club. They're not club type of people. Yeah, you know? And they meet their significant others and other means you lottery know. class the grocery library market. library no, you know what I'm saying? like i always wondered how that would happen i always wonder how that happens you really they're, just they're going through the books and then their hands like, are yeah, like, just, like, oh, oh you read <laughs> JK Rowling? Rowling? Yeah, JK <laughs> you know what i'm saying so it's, I, that's magical bro that's a disney movie that's what i'm saying literally magical you're yeah. right jk rowling okay. you're coming from that methodical <laughs> thought out process we always thought your highest chance of meeting somebody are in this social yeah. events yep. clubs and stuff people are out there meeting people so that's where we that was our stomping grounds but yeah if you met anybody organically or just through friends or something like that then that more power to you because that's more on the rare side yeah. that, that just happens that's pixie dust type shit oh no this is dope okay we're transitioning we have two more chapters so we're, that was our beginning chapter hitting the middle now so James, Stefan, they are in a relationship. Christian, he is engaged. The Nick, he just got married. I noticed. Christian is engaged. I keep forgetting. I that. know. You never, it doesn't feel like it is, but he is. We had to wait till he released the video to confirm it. Oh, yeah. That's so Here's funny. my engagement video that I shot with my drone. <laughs> no one else has ever done that, probably. That is sick. Yeah, his proposal was dope. Yeah, his whole story with his lady is very special. His story. I would love to hear. I, I love would love to story. hear him share that. Yeah, yeah we're not going to so. share a story, but that'd be, yeah, that's a great story right, i'll get it from then <laughs> uh, you don't have to do a virtual podcast or something when you go back home i know i wish i could come back to the bay more often then yeah. so for y'all i know we talked about earlier at lunch how even dj mustard was gonna be at pier yeah. this coming next week and then these guys were like, oh yeah if we were younger that's no problem we would have booked our tickets now and then i was like, oh yeah so y'all gonna go then like, sure. <laughs> so when did this this uh second chapter this middle chapter of our book going into that relationship phase and looking at different things not necessarily having to go to the clubs and party as much as that anymore when did that develop for y'all like, how did that journey look to get to this point and what are some things that y'all are hoping for i guess in this phase 
I don't know. I think like we just club so much in our lives that it just loses its flavor mm-hmm. in a sense. And uh, I feel we just accomplished so much going to the club. I, I don't really know how to really explain it, but I don't know. It's just not the same anymore. Everybody's a lot younger now. It's weird. I feel like the last few times that I went to the club and it's just like, I didn't even want to. A friend just invited me out to my birthday. Everybody looked like they were 12 years old. Are you even old enough to be here? Yeah, we used like, to be those 12-year-olds. <laughs> we looked like we were 12. We, we never looked, we like, never 12, looked yeah, like we were 12. When, like, you're, when you're 21, 22, hitting those clubs and stuff. Yeah, oh, it's, new it's, it's, new. it's new and brand new to you. And then you see these mid-30s guys and you kind of, oh, I think it's kind of weird. And not to interrupt, but me and, me and Christian talked about that when we were in it. We thought we could do that forever because mm. there's always going to be an influx of young 21, 22 year olds yeah. or whatever. So there's always going to be a club scene. There's always going to be a party scene. And we're just going to keep leveling up and be, we're going to become Jedi Masters or whatever. But then at the end, we, we're nah, we're just going to do this till we find girlfriends. <laughs> or just until we don't. Because at that point, you just eliminate the I'm here to look for girls part. You yeah. go and have fun. And that it, the times we do go to the club nowadays, it's with the girlfriends or whatever. Yeah. And just a group mm. of friends yeah, just yeah, partying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's a whole different dynamic. You're not on the floor hunting or whatever. You're not trying to like <laughs> at the bar, trying to get numbers. You're just enjoying the vibes. Yeah, it definitely switched. For me personally, it was an energy and effort because going to the club is expensive. It's a very expensive habit, especially now. Especially now, we want because, to be on the dance floor. We yeah. want to be at our own table, so we exactly. have our own space. Yeah, we're not gonna be standing up the whole time. Hundred dollars a head. Yeah, so we don't even drink. So it's just he doesn't like, oh, yeah, drink that's anymore. Right. That's so right. like, I gotta pay hundred to stand. Yeah, here, so he's paying for bottle <laughs> service and not even enjoying the bottle service. So yeah, it, a lot of stuff changed. And then the music changed, like the taste we were talking earlier, hip hop just on a downturn personally for me. And I don't really get excited to go to it. Usually it was, it was always who's headlining or who's going to be the, mm, the main attraction. Yep. It was like, oh, it's YG or whatever, some bad, whatever. We it, It'd be more enticing. But usually it's nobody or is it some random yeah. people we've seen already all the time. Yeah. I think DJ Esco was there recently or whatever. We've seen DJ Esco all the time. Yeah. Yeah. So we know that that, that same feeling won't, really be, be coming about again when we go to the club i think in the long term it, yeah it's, it's not sustainable it's nice every now and then yeah but once you get more established you, you either don't have energy for it you don't have time because even working friday you don't really feel like going to a club friday night Fair. you know what i'm saying you just finish a long week i'm trying to sleep i'm trying to chill <laughs> i'm not trying to go out there and dance i don't have that energy no more yeah. we're talking about alcohol and how used to get a boost from alcohol drinking you used to get excited and let's go mm. and now alcohol just puts me to sleep yeah. <laughs> so i can't even you know what i'm saying i can't hang and if you can't hang you can't hang in a club yeah, yeah. so we prefer to do the little house party kickets yeah, you know dope. karaoke Chill. sessions absolutely those those are our bread and butter nowadays and it, they're more it's more i feel those when we look back at them these are the more sustainable things we can do even when we get older and we can know where it all started. We've been seeing care 20, 30 years and stuff like that. So, and it's more cost efficient, too. Yeah, cost efficient. Because yeah. we're all gonna having plans. Everybody's, once you get in this age zone, you want to start planning for other things. Yep. You can't really afford this. Being, you don't get a, much of a return on investment when you go to yep. the club, right? Sense. Except if you want to hang over the next day. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah, it's just a natural transition. So I don't discourage anybody from going to clubs. Clubs are great, social. Yep. But I think it is set for a certain age group mm-hmm. Okay. where you're... You're going 21 to maybe early 30s, maybe, or late 20s. There's, yeah. Yeah, there's just a certain point where you, the club is for you. And then there's the cougars and like, the old guys. <laughs> we're the cougars We're the now. cougars now. Like, so it's, that's crazy. For y'all, then, I'm just curious. Are you guys, did you guys want to get, maybe this is 
Go for it, man. <laughs> it depends who listens to it. I was just like, nah, do you guys want to get married? Do you guys want to, just like in your own life, right? Do you want to plan to get married? Do you want to have kids? Like, have y'all have y'all thought of that for yourselves? Absolutely. I, I definitely want to get married and I definitely want to have kids. When that happens, I'm not exactly sure. Cut. I'm in no rush. You know, there's this, you know, the word, this is pressure. Oh, you're getting older. You mm. have to get married. Who are you to tell me when to get yeah, married? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to get married when I'm ready, when I'm financially ready or just overall ready yeah mentally ready there's i'm not falling into that pressure you know yeah i've been to so i've been to three weddings this year and I'm, i have no pressure of getting married i think like, i told you that too but i saw stuff man. i got a wedding every other week yeah. i am bro people, people just love my company going back to the social butterfly thing i would love to have james there because he's hella fun yeah but yeah i see no pressure in getting married but yeah i'm gonna get married when i'm ready and um if that person's the right one then yeah we'll definitely lock that down for life absolutely and kids Gotta have a James Pantic Jr. running around. Oh, JP Jr. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> JP2. <laughs> JP2. Come on now. Uh, but yeah, uh, yes to both of those. Okay. Sure. Awesome. Yeah, so for me, I had a little different story because I had a kid. I have a kid. <laughs> Present tense. I had a kid when I was 24. So he's 10 years old now. So that, that definitely changed my whole... Ooh, my bad. <laughs> that definitely changed my whole perspective on things because... Yeah. That whole during that phase of going out and stuff. Oh, you do have a kid. There's a you, you can't be reckless and you don't yeah. want to get arrested and all this other stuff. So you, you do have this different mindset going into it. A lot of people meet somebody, settle down, get kids, do the whole traditional yep. way. Yep. I had a kid, and then then there was this the rest of the life happened. Yeah, so yeah. it's a so a little bit. I guess my end goal changed. But yeah, for marriage, I always personally always thought it was an interesting concept. And I, I could be a whole different podcast, but uh, the whole thing with one person for life and all that stuff, as a younger person, I was just like, it didn't make sense because I was in this realm of meeting all these yeah, interesting yeah. people. You can meet all these different people every weekend. Yep. Why would you lock yourself into one person? But it's all a filtering process. It's all, uh, it's, I always equate job relationships to jobs in the sense where your first job is never going to be your last job and you're probably going to mm. suck at it. <laughs> Cause you don't know, right? Your first, everybody's first job, you probably suck and you weren't making that much money and you weren't going to be there for the rest of your life unless you somehow got some super job or something. But <laughs> relationships are typically the same thing. It's usually the first one. You're just learning. It's a learning experience. Sure. You, it's probably going to be bad for the most part and it won't be your end game. Yeah, yeah. And then you go to your next job and you're a little bit better and you're a little bit wiser, you're a little bit smarter and you're, you're a little bit more well-equipped. Yeah. Same thing with your second relationship. You take everything that messed up in the first one try to fix it you know what i mean you have a different mindset yeah move on to the third one fourth one however many it takes and then you get to just more refined yep. so your selection process is more sophisticated more detailed and you just start you filter out people you wouldn't normally date anymore your pool goes shrinks yeah you know more what you want you got, your, you got your checklist set yeah. up you, boom, yep. if you don't hit them on the next but it's just a little bit more cut and yeah, dry you don't gotta waste your time yeah like, exactly yeah. because at this point you know who you are yeah. you know what you what works you don't you know what doesn't work absolutely so then in that natural in that sense the natural progression of things is okay if, it, if i'm moving this then if i'm gonna find somebody that's gonna fit me mm-hmm. and then i'm there's nothing really after that because then you hit end game yep that's when then marriage actually becomes makes more sense you know what i mean but back then it's why would you do that yeah but now it's oh okay 
I don't even really see myself with anybody else now. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I've been to my journey and all of a sudden I'm done. And then, so now I was like, okay, maybe I want to get married now. Maybe marriage actually sounds like a fairy tale type of thing. Yeah. So yeah, it's a perspective thing. And a lot mm. of people just grow up with marriage being like, oh, this is what you're going to have to do. Yeah. Societal expectations. But I, like, you know what? I wouldn't recommend marriage to everybody. You know what I mean? I would I say some, it that. doesn't work for everybody. Not everybody's meant to be married. It, it's Some people are actually probably their best versions of themselves by themselves. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it doesn't work for everybody. But yeah, if you do end up getting lucky to find somebody that really compliments you and you can level up together with, then yeah, you might as well just like throw the pokeball at that one. You know what I'm saying? Throw that master ball, dog. You only <laughs> get one of those. <laughs> now, if it's the right one, you just got to throw the regular pokeball. You don't yeah, even need the yeah, master ball at that point. Or whatever, you <laughs> yeah. know what I mean? You didn't get the, the ultra balls. Yeah. But that was fire, bro. <laughs> that analogy was fire. Uh, one of those quotes. Man. Yeah, you saying that master ball for that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But yeah, so I and going back to it, I'm getting that realm where marriage didn't make sense back in the day. Yep. And now it looks more like a probable most that's the path yeah. I'm gonna go down. Because of your choice though, and your this is what you Yeah, were, my were my journey, at. my experiences, yeah. and then hopefully the person you're with feels the same way, yeah. right? So Sure. Dang, okay. That's deep. This is good, man. Like it's growing, it's growing. <laughs> man, okay. For y'all touched it earlier, I'm just curious on, on your end, you said finding the right person. How do y'all know? And this is a question no, not a lot of people have the answer to, but just in your initial definition or just thought process on it, how do you know you found the right person for each of y'all individual? What is it y'all were looking for? What is it that feeling, whatever it may be, what does that idea look like? Or is even the thought of the definition of saying the right person, is even that too constricted? I don't know. I'm just curious. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll start this one off. Yeah, going back to that whole selection process, obviously, they're going to hit the checks yes. on certain things. Yep. So that's going to be one. They're just going to be compatible with you. Yep. I think uh, that's not enough, right? Because you, there's they're the actual trial and error part of it too. Because even if they're right on paper, it doesn't mean they're right in practicality. And yeah. Right. So yeah, you got to be battle tested. You got to have your ups and downs. You got to see if you can survive those fights and survive all the stuff that if you're willing to keep going, willing to keep working on it, even if you want to call it quits, you know what I'm saying? But you, you want to for that person. Yeah, yeah, I yeah. think if you feel that, then that's a strong indicator that they're probably going to be that person for you. You know what I'm saying? If they, yeah. if they fight for you. In the same way, I imagine like, if you are willing to fight for them. At yeah, the if you're time. willing. Exactly. So if you don't have that, if they're willing to just be like, I can find somebody else or they just, their mind wanders and they just, they're not in it anymore. They, they just ran out of rope or whatever. They just out of that fight. Yeah. Then it's probably the best. You took your lessons, learn your lessons, apply them the next time, move on. And it's not always easy, the transitions and stuff. But I think, down it's always going to be depending on your mindset it's always going to be more positive take what you can from it learn mm. grow type of thing if you have that mindset yeah you can let a relationship destroy you mm. then that's a terrible mindset to have so yeah i think if you go down that path get the checks go test it out i, I would always recommend taking it slow but i also i always recommend building a friendship you know what i'm saying because you need a foundation to yeah, build upon. And if you go in and, oh, this is a lust-based relationship, I'm trying to get in her pants, or she's just so Ooh, hot. That Those last quite a, surprisingly, it lasts quite a while if you're just sexually 
connected that yeah. and then you, but that's just like that's all you really but the have the attraction tends to end at some point yeah like, say there's two hot people and they're really just like there's that's all they got. He's just smacking cheeks all the time. <laughs> no substance. Yeah, the, you always assume there's no substance. There might be substance, but if they break up, you could say, "Oh, they probably were just together because they had a sexual chemistry." Yeah. But if you if you're friends with somebody or you're a significant other or even, I would say, make them your best friend. If you guys mm-hmm. end up having that yeah. best friend type of relationship, I always I tell people, "Hey, do you have any best friends of the opposite sex?" Or no, so, yeah, so yeah, so if you have a girl mm-hmm. best friend or whatever. You can have that relationship with somebody else and it'd be an actual relationship. Or even if you say it for your same sex friendships, me and James or whatever, we rarely ever fight. Things don't really grow old. I can come over here. You know what I'm saying? It's so natural and organic and we have all this history and stuff that's built to last. Yeah. That can be a relationship if he was a female. That same type of concept can be applied to female or whatever. Y'all hear what he's saying. You know what I'm saying? So if you have that, it's really actually hard to break up or it's really hard because you're breaking up with a best friends actually i don't know how many people do that you know what i'm saying because best especially the guy best friends you you guys are pretty much guy best friends for life but yeah i think you build that friendship you got the building block you go from there then at the end of the day you still have a friend if it doesn't work out somebody that you care about and whatever you wish them well whatever but yeah if you build that friendship and they become your best friend it's it's almost just natural that you can Go to that next level. Yeah. If you have that traction and all that other stuff, you can sprinkle it in there. But yeah, friendship first, man. Yeah. You first. can even tie that going back to our clubbing days where we would try to get at girls just maybe we want to date them. Mm-hmm. But then we had that mindset, oh, I can meet friends here too. Mm-hmm. That whole mindset, I don't know when we developed that. Yeah, yeah. Before it was just like, oh, I'm going to the club to meet girls to try to date them or whatever. Yeah. Hey, I can come here and make friends too. Even guys too. Yeah. Help me hell a guy yeah, friends. Yeah. All right, let's go hunting together. Yeah, they're so nice too. Yeah. <laughs> and then, but yeah, meeting girls on the dance floor and hey, you'd be a hella cool friend. Get the number, Instagram, whatever, and be friends with them too. So Yeah, we've met a group of girls that go clubbing all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And then we, always we would always them. run into them. And it was us group and then their group. Yeah. We never really tried to get at them or anything. Yeah, yeah. But we're just friends. Yeah. It's just like a respect thing. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Hey. Huzzah, where y'all go? So that's, yeah, I think friendships are just, it's just more profitable. They were just more, they're just smarter investments. That's what I'm saying, man. It just makes, just be friends, man. Everybody be friends. Exactly. <laughs> Damn. Put value in your friendships, too. Because I feel I, I had this whole analogy on what really a friend is. Because I think, well, what give a, it to us. Give it to what, us. What friends is, some people see friendship differently. Mm-hmm. And I always put a lot of investment in my friends. Especially if you don't have a big family, because mm-hmm. I don't have a big family, but my friend group is was my family. Yeah. So I put a lot of effort and stuff in my friendships, and I just think I get way more out of it than just being that guy that says happy birthday on Facebook. Every mm-hmm. Be an acquaintance, because you really call him a friend or mm-hmm. a friend, somebody you actually know, you can actually talk to, you can hang out with. There's some people I consider really close friends, but I haven't seen in how long. But if we kick it, it's we never... Or, right where you left yeah off. you pick up right where you, yeah. that's a friendship to me even if because life's gonna split y'all up and yeah. you're everybody's gonna take their own path yep. but if you have that friendship it's pretty much unbreakable you know what i'm saying yeah and there's people that think oh we don't talk every day yeah Our you're friendship, not we're growing yeah, apart yeah. Like, no, no man life like, happens like how old <laughs> are you are you 12 we got to talk every day to be friends and then you can just and that's what social media comes in they helps you like, stay connected to people because yeah, they see what people are you see what people are up to people yep. having kids people getting married 
And it's just that true. And I swear it's such a good vibe when somebody reaches out that you haven't really talked to in yeah. a while, but you thought you were close or something at yeah. one point, and then they just like, hey, I'm here too, or oh, just just reconnecting yep. and stuff. I think that's, that's so powerful. That's something yeah. that's a good feeling. It's a good vibe. Yeah, and then you can even bring it. I talked to someone I haven't talked to in a while. Like, dude, guess what? I talked to the other day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I talked yeah, to yeah. this dude. I hadn't talked to him in like seven years, right? I hadn't seen him in yeah. like this long, but whatever. Yeah, it just makes you smile, yeah. you know what I mean? Because then you think about all the memories and yeah. see, and then that's when you think of like what makes an impactful friend. I saw something recently about a friend isn't somebody that remembers how much money you make or what job you had or whatever. All the superficial yeah. stuff, but the time you spent together, the mm. memories you made, stuff like that. And then you look back on that and that mo- that's the good feeling you get. That's the smile you get. So that's what you try to... Sh- thrive for strive for with anybody you meet you just want to make good memories good vibes because you look back even doing this podcast we can look back on this this podcast we can look back on this and this dude that was hella fun that was hella dope because this is my first podcast personally so you know this is gonna be a memory man it's gonna be a good good vibe memory and so what you gotta do yeah i was just gonna say about this guy when we met up for nick's wedding and stuff that this dude was like, taking candid pictures of us we're like, doing the titanic pose <laughs> yeah. in the hotel room and like he's he, making memories for yeah, us he's like, cataloging our memories yeah yeah he was taking all those dope candid photos mm-hmm. of us and he's posting them on his in- instagram story and i'm like that's so cool dude yeah like, pictures I, are powerful man yeah yeah I and i really and as a i don't know if it's a guy thing or just me personally but i just really just I hated taking pictures my whole life. <laughs> Being with girlfriends and stuff, they always oh, want to take yeah, pictures. Yeah, and yeah, I was yeah. like, I don't want to. Why you got to put it on your story? Like, Everything got to cap- be a selfie, bro. Yeah, but they're capturing memories, man. And then yeah. you really appreciate it in hindsight, especially when you look back on it. And then what gets me, when you do go to somebody's wedding or whatever, and they got the slideshows. Oh, yeah. And you see all those pictures. And then, damn. Like, time has passed. Yeah. Good and memories then, y'all yeah, had. Because that's what they say. At the end of the day, all you're going to have is like, your memories and stuff. And I'm like, you feel it. When you get older and stuff, you feel that. Ooh. <laughs> yeah i'm that's my mission man just making memories making good vibes making impact that's dope yeah and just cultivating great relationships yeah yeah if they're the, people are so worth it man at the end of the day you never know what you're gonna get with some people it's gonna be hit or miss sometimes oh, but yes. when you hit yeah, yeah <laughs> you know what i'm talking about it's gonna be hit or miss with some people it's a mixed bag but then sometimes when you hit it just it feels so great <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't so that the truth? Right, Ain't that right, the right. truth? I didn't know that those things can happen. Yeah, <laughs> no, for real. <laughs> cool, man. We'll go into our last chapter then of this conversation. Where we're again just how y'all met, how y'all cultivated, just like your personalities, your experiences, your life experiences, and then what that looks now at, at around our age and what talking about what the future looks and cultivating those friendships and cultivating those communities for yourself so everything seems very stable and very set right now and so the last chapter i don't know maybe some people find it more depressing maybe not mm. but i think it's a good conversation to have because this is a conversation i never really get to have with with fellas so this is the end chapter being the breakup part ending relationships and moving on from those memories and whatever it may be and some people struggle, some people don't, some people whatever it may be. Yeah, just want to just pick your brain on this last part of talking about a little bit. What are your experiences with breakups or ending of relationships? And then as guys, again, how did how were y'all there for each other or maybe not even there? And that's okay. Yeah, mm-hmm. just that idea. just want to hear this part from y'all. Sheesh, that's loaded. Yeah, but the breakups, man, for me, I just reflect on who I was in that relationship, uh, kind of, because you, you learn so much about yourself when you're in a relationship. Mm-hmm. Like, 
Exactly. What, what makes you upset? You know, what annoys you? You didn't know you could get upset exactly. sometimes, like, right? <laughs> damn, what why, triggered you? Why yeah. does she push my button? What is it about her? Whatever. Um, yeah, you learned a lot about yourself. And like, I think, you know, the times that I've like ended relationships, I think it's because of just me not being like a good person, you know, and mm. I think I just need to take a step back and kind of just really work on myself. I know that's hella cliche, but you know, you're really fair. looking out for the other person too. And you know, obviously you got to take care of yourself too, before you can jump into another relationship is mm. be a better person for that person. So you can, you know, compliment each other and just, you know, uplift each other. So I think, you know, the times that I went through breakups, it was, Man, I was just like, I'm so grimy, you know. Like, <laughs> damn, dude, why was I that? You know, like, you're growing. Yeah, you're learning. Absolutely. I mean, also yeah. it's the other person too, you know. Like, yeah. It's not just like me, but it just depends on you know the relationship. But yeah, uh, at the end of the day, I just you know wanted to to grow and just be a better person. And, yeah. And sometimes you can't do that when you're in certain relationships. So yeah. You kind of have to bring those to an end. Yeah. So so good can come out of it, mm-hmm. you know, for both people. Yeah, beautiful. So your approach was taking an opportunity to grow, taking mm-hmm. an opportunity to learn about yourself, and then yeah. looking at the situation. Oh, this is not great for whether you or I or both of us. Mm-hmm. And so I just got to take a step back and yeah. reflect on that. Yeah. And yeah. the good thing is, with like my 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 last breakup, like we're still great friends. Like I consider this person like someone I still consider like a really great friend. Like yeah. we we talk here and there, and like even sometimes navigating through my current relationship. Like you know, like when I go through like. You know certain issues like <laughs> with my current girlfriend like like how was i in a relationship like oh no you're just good and this and this like but like you know this is like some of the stuff you're working on like, okay i appreciate that feedback yeah you know what i mean so no i appreciate that i can still have you know relationship but you know cordial relationships yeah, yeah, absolutely you know, exes it doesn't always work that way yeah because <laughs> that's interesting because societal whatever expectations oh once you're done yeah. and so my belief too is i would have certain connections with some of my mm-hmm. past partners because you know you spend so much of this big life big investment you're spending so much yeah. you spend so much of that time and so it's sad to see it kind of just gone yeah. and depending on what happened from break, yeah, obviously sure. someone gonna be big all right yeah i get it I hear you though. That's dope that you. Yeah, for me, I was trying to think. Did I have more breakups than you, James? <laughs> I think I have. I didn't have a lot of girls. You didn't, you didn't have a lot of girlfriends. I had this is probably. I don't consider it a high school. Yeah, in terms of yeah, serious relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, really You're on number three, I'd say, yeah. and I'm on number four. I would say, for me, I feel the breakups all happen for different reasons. So that's always going to be different for every person. But when I go back to that analogy of treating a job or seeing it as a job there are ter- times where you do hit a glass ceiling in your job situation where you can't grow anymore things start to get stale mm. you just i feel as human beings we're just programmed to keep growing and mm-hmm. keep evolving and try to progress and then until you get to a certain point where you're content but yeah there's a, certain situations where especially when you're young i feel since you don't know what you're doing <laughs> Yeah. No one knows what you're doing. When you're in those type of relationships, you just it's very experimental. Yes. And then eventually you're growing as a person, they're growing as a person, mm-hmm. and then you might just be two different people as the time goes by. Yeah. I think that was that's what hit my first relationship with the with my kid's mom. But I, we met in college and we hit it off and then we were dated for a few years and we kept we were a little on and off and stuff. But then as we grew, we were just two different people. And then you meet somebody that 
it connects with the new version yeah of you. meaning you are yeah the new yeah. version of you so they say 1.0 2.0 3.0 whatever you even got a 3.5 in there whatever you got <laughs> emergency <laughs> updates sometimes so that but so each phase of life that you go through you're going to meet somebody that's going to satisfy your your needs and wants yeah. and stuff and for that version of you and i think as, as long as you're growing it's never a bad thing and if you look at relationships oh it's sad when they end and stuff but if you look at them as okay this is part of my growth i'll never forget you thank you for showing me all these things yeah. and teaching me new things but i don't think this is the best for me long term or stuff like that obviously they don't all have that conversation <laughs> but you know ideally that's the plan it's not and it's sad if you're not the if you're one of the girls in the middle or one of the stepping stones, I just, they, they usually the pieces fall into place. Yeah. No one ever knows. No right? one knows. You don't go in thinking this is going to exactly. be, no, this is only going to be my third relationship. But when I get to number five, yeah. I'm done. No, you don't go into yeah. it that you hope all of them are home runs. Yes. But sometimes you do just get base hits, right? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I, I feel it was just a natural progression. I had one girlfriend where it did feel we were just there. Maybe the age gap difference was a thing and we're just two different places. And so that kind of, fizzled out and then there, you know, there's some times where it's oh you are super compatible you guys probably are soulmates or something but just life happened bad timing you yeah. know what i mean circumstantial stuff that this isn't i can't be in a relationship right now i go up that maybe there was that article with the j-lo thing j-lo and and uh, the ben affleck oh, okay. yeah engaged in 2002 yeah. oh, okay. broke up 2004 now they get they got married 20, 20 years later. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Sometimes timing, like everybody's gonna have a different. She's really from the block, though. That's, she is. That's Jenny from the block. She is. So. But every everybody's gonna have a different storyline and stuff. Yeah. So now to compare your story with someone else's story, you gotta like. It's everybody's gonna be unique. Yeah. And that's why you're gonna have different experiences. You're just gonna learn. And that's why I go back to that history class thing. Is people are gonna have different paths of how they got to that certain point and you can learn the best thing about it is you can learn what, what decisions they made when they have these fork in the rows and how they if you went here you probably wouldn't have known this person yeah. if you went that this is how i met you but it's so wild all these type of connections and that's really crazy but yeah i just think it's just a learning process yeah. man it's it's, that's a life it's a learning process so you just learn you feel you adapt and stuff like that and then you just just end up where you end up you make all these decisions across the way you just hope they're the best decisions so, yeah. so yeah, I, and I'm at a place now where it's, oh, snap, I, the person I'm with now, I didn't even, I was in the picture, but like, you know what I'm saying? I'm technically new. I added this person on Facebook 2011, <laughs> yeah. but then we didn't start dating until 2020, 2019, 2020. And so it was like, how did we get here? Why, what happened in between? This falls into place. That's yeah. I think the best thing about it though, is just appreciating the journey yeah just appreciate what you've been through to get to this certain point and then enjoy that point be in the present mm. don't think about the next person when, you know what i'm saying don't think about my next move just yeah think about like yeah it's pretty tough if you're in a relationship and think about the next exactly move. <laughs> yeah yeah you got to get out of that mindset that's pretty too. tough i'm not gonna lie because <laughs> it's hard sometimes you oh especially when you're in that club rat phase oh, you're yeah, always yeah, thinking yeah, about yeah, the yeah. next fair, move fair. But yeah, when it, it's things start slowing down and stuff, and then you just appreciating, damn, there's all, all these qualities in this person that I didn't really have. And maybe it's the culmination of all the qualities that I have in other people yeah. in one person now. You're getting a one-stop shop type of thing. So it's sometimes you get lucky with that. Sometimes it just works out like that. But yeah, you just got to you gotta run with that. Because yeah. then the grass ain't always greener, right? So say you, you do dump this person, break up, whatever, and you think you can get better. 
and then everything's just downhill after that. It's true. That's the worst, man. And then you got to start that grind again. You got to be in that mindset to go out dating again. And yeah. I don't. I go back to the club. And you gotta, yeah. you gotta just... I'll see y'all DJ Mustard see next y'all week. DJ Mustard. Yeah. Book the table, bro. And Book you... the table. <laughs> and that's a whole, that's a whole, that's a whole thing to get into. And that could be exciting, too. I think some people get that post-breakup phase. They can reset. And then, but I, I think, in the, yeah, and then you look, damn, I'm old in the club. Yeah, exactly. And like, I can't even, why are my knees cracking? <laughs> I can't get low that. I don't relate to no <laughs> What move 20, is this? I don't this? relate to a 23-year-old. They doing man. TikTok dances Ooh. in the club? <laughs> are they dancing better? I think. I don't know. I haven't been to that. I went, yeah, I went to the club two weeks ago. And people like, just, still do that talent show shit. They're dancing in the middle. Are we really doing this hey, right now? You can't show. even dance. He said that talent show shit. You can't even dance. <laughs> That's hella funny. I'm like, bro, why are you doing the T-Pain challenge right now? Are you talking about the bartender, bro? This song is older than you, bro. Stop. You know what I'm saying? It's like, oh. it's, That's hella it's funny. so disgusting. Yeah, we wouldn't be able to fit in, so it's, yeah. Yeah, we would just be at our table minding our business. Yeah, that was so weird. Cool. All right, this final question for y'all both. If there was sophomore San Leandro High, sophomore Stefan, San Leandro High, sophomore... James meeting Yu-Gi-Oh, but they're also meeting y'all where you guys are at in your lives right now. You're seeing them face to face. What would you tell them? She's 15 year old is. (laughs) That's a good question. That was the sound of trying a hippies brew coffee (laughs) for the first time. Shout out to Hippies Shout Brew. Out to Hippies Brew, best coffee in the East Sponsoring this podcast episode. <laughs> Rick Ross. The so plugs. Um, if we met 15-year-old us, what would we say to them? You're going to have to put those cards down sooner or later, man. Because <laughs> I did quit playing Yu-Gi-Oh! And I came back during yeah. college. We, yeah. we had There's instant. always phases, man. I definitely... If you want to go talk about the cards, yeah, yeah there's yeah, definitely, yeah, but not, not yeah, yeah. yeah. But. Uh, there's definitely retiring and coming out of retirement <laughs> type of Michael Jordan phases and stuff. Yeah, I had my Michael Jordan phase, but uh, yeah, no, I would just say stay the course, man. If you look at it and like in in hindsight, I feel my life has been pretty solid. I've had, I definitely had some learning lessons, yeah. some pain points, but I feel they were all worth it to get to this point. Yeah. I'm a pretty, I think I'm a pretty. I'm pretty in a good spot. I'm a happy person. If I was down and out, I'd probably have more advice for for myself. To be honest, I should have said go to that prom, do join that club, try out for that sports. I feel like I should, because you you won't get those times back. Just be out there a little bit more. But then when I did get out there, definitely was worth it. Yeah. So that was when, and also just the friends you make, man. Mm. That's huge. Because I don't think I could have done any of that stuff without my. My, my people, my circle. Yeah. Because we went through all that stuff together. So that ends up being a huge part. I actually don't, if I wasn't hanging out with you guys, I'd probably be in some different circle or just be more inside. Probably still be more of an introvert. Mm. So it would have been. Be a computer gamer. Yeah, yeah, I would have been. Yeah, yeah. probably would have been on the chunky side. I worked out and went to the gym with you guys and stuff. And I forgot about that. Yeah, I was, we, I, was, we were, I was benching like 300 pounds, damn. bro. Yeah, 2016, I was like, best shape of my life. Yo, yeah, we were going to the gym. Right, it was, we going it to the was, club right yeah, after this. Yeah, it was, <laughs> But yeah, no, just in general, just stay the course. Cause I guess my biggest investment in myself has always been my brain, how I think. And I always was confident in the decisions I made because mm-hmm. I thought I had a pretty good head on my shoulders. So I feel like if I stayed the course, I'd be okay. Cause I, I make pretty, yeah. it could be out there gang banging and all that. So they have the typical story, but mm-hmm. 
nah, I made some pretty smart decisions, chose my friends wisely type of Beautiful. thing. Beautiful. Yeah. It's dope. And what advice would I give to my 15-year-old self? I don't know. It's just everything's going to work itself out. I think that's something that I live by. We go through our, our seasons of life where there's the good and the bad and the ugly. And just got to stay the course, man. I think there's always, you're talking about the grass is green on the other side. And I really believe that. Yeah, just don't be discouraged, man. Life will throw you some haymakers. But as long as you have a good support system, you surround yourself with people that will be there for you to see you through the highs and lows in life. You'll be all right. I think that's what I tell myself. It's going to be all right. It's going to be all right. Oh, no, no more. We're going to have to pay for royalties. (laughs) (laughs) Another line. I got to pay for royalties. Everything will be okay. Hippies Brew got us. We sponsor our Hippies Brew out here. We're good, man. We covered Cool. Appreciate y'all again. This was dope. Just learning more about you. I'm just going to have conversations. Hope yes, other people who listen kind of get a perspective. Because even a lot of things you shared today are things that I've I've never heard about. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and I my job is literally sitting down, <laughs> talking <laughs> to, to people yeah. all day, <laughs> listening yeah. to people all day. And some things y'all shared from your perspectives, I didn't. I never got to hear um, ever in my life. So it's it's kind of dope. And I hear. I hope other people who hear too they get something out of this. I'm sure they will. If not, it's just funny. <laughs> Mm. like it's a good entertaining time so oh, this is fun man it's cool to have a platform to just share share life yeah you don't get to do that too often that kind of platform but it's cool and hopefully somebody gets something out of it you know yeah for sure i always appreciate t- talking about life you always yeah. live in life mm. but you don't really get to talk about it too yeah. often in, in a nice chill setting and that i feel when you talk about life that's also when you maybe learn more about it because you do that introspection and that that reflection and all that stuff. So you do think about where you came from, all the ups and downs you did, obstacles you went through, just the type of person you were at a certain yeah. point. Yeah, and then you need that. You need that refresher. Because sometimes you go autopilot and you go zombie mode, bro. The Monday through Fridays and just, you just, man, it's, damn, I'm just in the system. I'm but then, along, going through the yeah, motions. unplug yourself from the matrix real quick and then just start reflecting. And damn, what a journey. Yeah, beautiful. Cool, right on. Thank you, brothers. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Deep. Cool. All right, that's it. <laughs>